G'day, guys. It's Ryan here. I'm here with Stephen. Hey, guys. And welcome to the 11th uh, pod. Oh, bloody hell, the 11th episode of the Macrocosm podcast. For some reason, <laughs> my brain switched podcast and Macrocosm around. Um, today, we're going to discuss the movie Ready Player One. And after, we're going to finish discussing some movie terms. Um, first, I'll start yeah. us off with a brief description of the movie. All right. All right, let's do it. So... When the creator of a virtual reality called The Oasis dies, he makes a posthumous challenge to all Oasis users to find his Easter egg, which will give the finder of his for- uh, sorry, will give the finder his fortune and control of his world, which would be quite intense, I could imagine. Um, you're right, you're right though. You were saying before that the Description's a bit too much, and you're right. That is too much. It's. It seems like it's given away a bit, a bit more information than's necessary. Like, you didn't know what happened when they got when they won. You didn't know what was going to happen to the end, did you? Really? Not really. Well, I mean, I think they did say it was in it implied. But. Yeah, but and also, I don't like the use of the word posthumous because it seems a bit too uh, fancy, too, too much, too fancy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We are not fancy people. No, no. We well, I don't know about you, but I'm best classified as an Australian bogan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, going pretty close. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. So, uh, what you got any opening notes you want to start us off with? Uh, not in particular. Did you want to? Should we read out the characters first, or? Yeah, yeah. If you want to do that, that'd be. Yep. So we got uh the main character Wade Watts. Yep. Or he's also known as Parsifal. Yeah, his character in the Oasis. Um, yep. He is, his real name is Ty Sheridan. Then we got Samantha Cook, who is Artemis. Yep. That's her name in the in the Oasis again. Uh, and that's played by Olivia Cook. With an E on the end. Cook E. Cook. Is that a Cook? Cook? No, that doesn't say, because that's like someone's kooky. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I remember her, her in um oh sorry, yeah, yeah, you go. Just interesting that her real last name is similar to the in the movie. Did they make name. it intentional, you know what I mean? Like to ask yeah, oh, no. screw it, why not? I um, remember her so, in the movie uh Ouija or Ouija or whatever it was. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um Yeah, I saw that when I was Googling stuff. But I I remember that movie being pretty like one of the movies that intrigued me into like is this shit real? Would that be cool? I'd like to do a Ouija board, but like no one that I know would even dare because they're like, nah, just in case, nah. Uh, I would. <laughs> we should get together and do uh, it. Dude, that, I could trust <laughs> it then. The I could fucking trust it then. Like, And I'm not trying to put you down anyway, but like, no, no, you know no, you no, can't no. trust someone because like they may have moved it. Like that's the whole point of it. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, but yeah. But you definitely wouldn't have moved it. <laughs> but <laughs> but you it. couldn't trust me though. That's the only no, thing. No, that's the thing. <laughs> Oh, anyway, back, back to the uh, characters, man. <laughs> anyway, so we got the bad guy, uh, Nolan Sorrento. Yep. yep. Played by Ben Mendelsohn. Back in Nolan. Yeah. Bloody. Yeah, Nolan. I think he's referred to Sorrento mostly, I think. But, yeah. Now, there's also the, the inventor dude who died. Yep. That's James Halliday. Yep. Uh, he's the inventor dude. I don't know what his real name is. I've got it um, right now. It's Mark Rylance, but he's not familiar, so okay. I don't know if that rings a bell with anyone. And his second in charge was Ogden Morrow, played yep. by Simon Pegg. Yeah, buddy, Simon Pegg, mate. Ah. He's always good. And there's the bad guy's minion, 
uh, I just he's, he is I rock. Yeah, that's funny that he, <laughs> like even just his character throughout the movie, you know, yeah. like he's such a cocky prick and he doesn't want to die. He's like I rock. That's just so yeah, yeah. classic. Like that's his, that that makes sense. <laughs> and he's played by T.J. Miller. Oh, don't we love him? Yeah, in movies anyway. <laughs> yeah, in movies. Yeah, I don't know what his maybe his personal life is not too. Nice. And I think that's enough for the characters. Yeah, don't we don't need to go too much and too nah. much further. I mean, we could. T- we don't really need to say who like we got. Show and Dado, they're the other two like in nah. their clan and stuff. But and I think Helen. and Helen, which she is pretty a big character. But yeah, um, did you like? Because at the start, she's she is pretending to be a male character, isn't she? Or at least it's undisclosed. Oh a, yeah, yeah. Her character is. Yeah, her character is. Yeah. It looks like a. Yeah, yeah. But I think you can sort of tell straight away. Uh, uh, well, is that because we knew? Um, because it's yeah. Like, but like the voice was a bit like, yeah. Now that I know, it's like, yeah, but, it's obvious. But, but also, maybe- like, I, I've always found. I remember. I mean, going back to playing on like Xbox 360 Live or whatever, and you would hear like really like girly voices. But that's just because it's high pitched, and they were yeah, like younger. So yeah. maybe you could have thought that oh, it's just a it, this big yeah. big colossal was just a young boy playing. Like you know, yeah, like, maybe possible. But yeah, no. Voice changer or something. Yeah. Well, you could tell from the start, like the voice, like the, you could tell it was a filtered voice. Like it wasn't the natural oh, yeah, microphone. Natural, like, no. And I mean, even with uh, what's his name, uh, Wade, it didn't say, you could tell it was his voice when he was speaking. So, but okay, yeah. I don't know. I guess that's one of those upgrades you probably pay for in the Oasis, wouldn't you? Well, yeah, exactly. Like he gets that suit and stuff. <laughs> oh full body contact suit then oh that thing yeah when he gets that and then uh, <laughs> uh i mean we should talk about that a little bit so it's cool that he gets the upgrade and like you know because he, he wins a little bit or whatever we'll, we'll go into that after but he gets yeah. he upgrades his suit and they're like dancing in this floating scene and you can yeah. see in the real life where the red is like going over and whatever and touched, it, it turns yeah. a little bit <laughs> sexual there doesn't it uh, yeah, a little bit sexual. Like, yeah a little bit a little bit but anyway um and then <laughs> also again with the amazing suit is where he kicks uh Nolan bloody Sorrento in the nuts. Oh, yes, and yeah. then he stands up off of his bloody, you know, the the machine and he yeah. like falls to his knees. And it, oh, yeah. it was just that I think that's the highlight of the movie for me. Just the I laughed so hard at that. I like I I, I if I had a mouthful of drink, I would have spat it all over my TV. <laughs> I, I seriously yeah. that was just I don't I remember was- that. <laughs> There was something else in there. I can't remember what it was. Oh, there was a couple me... quite funny parts in it, definitely. Yeah, that, there was a couple that made me laugh too. Um, yeah. I was in the when it opened up, I was like, oh, look at these fat slobs trying to escape reality. I'm like, oh wait, that's yeah. us. That's us right now. <laughs> Fuck. That's, this is not too far in the future. And then it said in there it's based in like he was born in 2027 and there it's currently 2040 or 20 something along those lines or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, oh crap. I'm glad that they didn't push this so that it was like, oh, in 2200 or whatever, they made it so it's like in the foreseeable future. <laughs> and it really does feel that way. Yeah, so you've got some, so I guess that's a good time to talk about the intro. So it, it's like he's just woken up in the morning like it's every other day. Every other day. And, and he's walking off down to, turns out not, to his little... Not walking off down. Well, climbing. He was parkouring. <laughs> he was bloody... Parkouring. Yeah, he was like... He was and, mirror edging down to his... <laughs> yeah, yeah. And while but that's normal that, life. You can see... While he's doing that, you see people in the window on their VR. 
and then we'll play a movie ah shit what a good intro is this isn't it like uh, it's actually pretty good we haven't had one like this for a while where it, on the podcast it's practically anyway. giving you a, a a perfect introduction into the world yeah. that they are living right now and whilst he's giving a, a voiceover um the man that the boy is giving a voiceover while this is all happening um so he goes to like some sort of junkyard does he is that where he ends up? Yeah, like, like junk, well, junkyard? at least it seems that way. It may not like be a, a junkyard, but because he like he goes into like a van and he closes it up and it's like his special area. Yeah, like he's done his little VR, VR shed. Yeah, it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, I thought that was a pretty good intro. Like, and then he goes, and then he goes into the yard. But wait, wait, explain- I just want to like the. Because it's it's quite powerful the intro like it yeah. gives you it it really does give you a sense of how desperate all these people are oh, to yeah. escape this shitty well because it's Cause trailers it's like stacked on top of each yeah, other it's like they're in the slums the, exactly like, yeah. exactly that's the word it's it, it's seriously a, a, a virtual reality slum and it yeah. and it's yeah it, it's almost like you can tell the future with this movie because. We're all paying attention to our screens a lot more than what we are actually seeing. But in also, real life. what what they win in VR, it, it translates to real money, to to real world stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, later on, there's example of debts and stuff, which we'll get into. Oh yeah, and also um, like you know, he won the race so that he got he ended up getting the money so that he bought a suit, which turned up in, in real, real life. life. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then so then he puts on his VR. I like his little treadmill thing. Yeah, I know, right? They have things like that. That's what, and like you said, there he's like narrating, he's telling you, and going somewhere but nowhere is an easy task when you're not moving at all or something. Or like, you know, and he said, like, and it's easy with one of these, an omnidirectional or whatever, something like he, as you said, he's like describing and helping you understand that because we don't have that reality right now. We're now like, oh, okay. So he puts this thing on and now he can walk because. Me and you probably understood what VR has, was for fucking yeah, years yeah, and years. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. two years ago, my mum would have went, V what? Yeah, what, what the fuck? Yeah, so like that, yeah, I can see why they're trying to explain it so very easily. So he puts the headset on, he goes into VR. Yep. And then he explains the world as well. So that he shows people playing all sorts of video games. All the different, there. like, planets, I think they called them. All like, the, there yeah, was, like, like Doom Planet, which was the the best for looting. Yeah, um, and there's a phrase they say towards the end, or a quote, he says. Yeah. He says, people come to the Oasis for all the things they can do, but they stay because of all the things they can be. And I thought Ooh, that was quite, that is, quite a good quote. That's nice. That's a, yeah, it's it's almost like a, um, but that's like the dreamer's quote, isn't it? It's like the, yeah. it's like, it's not about greed or whatever. It's about, no, 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 there's a, you're going to find purpose here. Yeah, Whereas before you weren't, go- you you didn't have that. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty deep, man. That's deep, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and then of course we, then we, then we meet, uh, is it H? Yes. Yeah, H. I thought that was pretty cool. Cause she's running around with a assault rifle from Halo. Did you notice that? I didn't notice that. At that's cool. The side. That's funny. Know, as. No, that's cool. But, I, I bet they, they showed, they showed a front on the barrel. And I didn't quite know if that's how it should look or not, but from the side profile, definitely was a Halo assault rifle. 
That's cool. Like, that's so cool. I like that. <laughs> that is cool. That is really cool. I wonder how much money they paid in just to get the rights of these images. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And also while they're still explaining stuff, um, they're talking about uh, people spending almost all their time in VR. And he says, and when you lose everything, you lose everything. Yeah. And then they show a guy in the office just like died and then he's going to jump out the window. <laughs> and I'm like, that is so true though because that used to happen. It's you know, yeah. like Back with World of Warcraft, there was people who committed suicide from losing. Isn't that like terrible? It's that, a real, I mean, in the movie, someone stops him. But yeah, I thought that was quite funny, but also terrible. I feel bad for people who have, t- like, that. it's just, it doesn't stop there. It's like, I remember, like, oh, Rune, no. RuneScape and all those things. Like, yeah, that's a So one. many people just fucking wasted their time. <laughs> but <laughs> eventually it might, like, because the problem is with that, you, you see, even like trying to tell little kids, no, you're not going to make a living gaming, but people do. So you, possibly could so therefore they think they might be that small percentage and like uh yeah it seems like a a a life uh, i don't know it seems like a life almost wasted in in some ways because the likelihood that you're going to become one of these guys that get paid millions at bloody arenas and stuff it's yeah oh yeah i guess even i guess the reason some of them when they lose the game kill themselves or don't do well is because that I don't was, have any friends. Yeah, I don't have everything was in that. Re- yeah, that is. Yeah. yeah, and who am I to say that that's the wrong way to live? I don't care. Do no. you? Do you? But, but sometimes because they don't have friends, this is where they turn. It's to. almost like a perpetual thing. Like you, because you don't yeah. have friends, you spend more time in in the virtual reality, and, and you have fun in virtual reality. So you're not going to find real life friends, and because yeah. you don't have real life friends, you're back in virtual. Yeah, it's like this. It's, it's, a, uh, it's that, like a paradox. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> dun, dun. Um, and, and then we find out the inventor has died then there we get the obvious pretty obvious plot of find the three keys yeah you know that, that's quite a obviously used whether it be three or seven used. or whatever but it's like yeah, I've set out a the here's the thing go find it and you get everything <laughs> yeah <laughs> And I thought that was pretty, yeah. It's pretty on pretty the standard. nose. Yeah. But, yeah. But it's still a good movie. That doesn't make it a bad movie. Just because the, like, the, yeah, the, not Just the, con- the plot's simple. But. It's a simple plot, but a wicked concept. You know what I mean? Then, like, it's yeah. such a cool idea, but like the plot, it's, it's pretty simple if you look at it very and broadly. It makes sense, though, because it's based on a book. There was probably three books, one for each key or. Oh, you're right. Dude, what if they did? Ah, man, I wish they did three movies now, but like, (laughs) not not like Avatar, where it's like a decade between the fucking ones, but. Yeah, I don't know how many books there are, but I assume there would be three sections in the book. That would make sense, I would say. Maybe there's more than three keys in the book. I I don't know. Maybe, Um, yeah. I might have condensed it a bit, but yeah. And that's why you get the sort of intro you do with the voiceover and. The narrator, because books use a lot of narrators. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's one way I it, find that I'm able to tell that the movie's place in the book is by the narration. Well, it's because narration is just like, hey, audience, you may not be aware, but yeah. here is a little bit of the author trying to tell you a bit more info. And it's like yeah. they feel they the can't do it through a character or whatever, so they, yeah. It definitely yeah. is necessary, like, uh, especially with this, scene. it was quite, yeah, exactly. It very well suited, it. even 
even like uh, I'm struggling to think of one now, but like where the narration is actually the character's thoughts in their own head. Yes, like, yes, like yes. things like that. I I, I find yeah. that super helpful, and it's very it, it it's got to be super hard to do that because a lot of thoughts like. You know when you watch a movie and then the guy like you know says goodbye and then as he steps out the door he literally says out loud well that was a lovely date and you're like no you wouldn't have said that out loud that's right. retarded yeah. yeah and to try and draw the distinction between what mostly would be said in someone's head versus out loud uh, it'd be quite difficult because you, you could almost yeah. come up with hours and hours of dialogue just on that oh, alone I know. Yeah, like I know. where do you stop yeah yeah there's got to be a spot where you drop the line yeah absolutely yeah. um so. I think we should just quickly talk about that race, that, yeah, so that opening just race. That, though, yep. Just quickly before that, we meet the the, the opposing team. The, oh yeah, the yeah. rich team, the IOIs. IOIs. What do they Nolan. call them? The sixty sixes or something? <laughs> I'm not sure. Um, yeah. Anyway, we meet that whole team. They got like obviously infinite amounts of money and teams and resources and people to, to try and work out these Easter eggs. Yeah. Uh, teams and teams, and money and money, and they own the world, and <laughs> it's and it, it defeats the purpose of this lovely creation land. You yeah, know yeah, what I mean? exactly. It's, that, it's so like that uh, of everything that man stood for that invented it. Yeah, totally yeah. against that. Yeah. All right, now we can move to the car chase. Well, I just—it's nothing special. It's just more like the how. This is where you get a good feeling of how fucking excellent their cgi is like how in depth they've gone to like all the be- best example is all of the particles the debris oh like, yeah how, how they would have programmed oh, every individual thing and they would have had to check oh it would be like, so wow. difficult and we obviously I, I don't know how they do it but and then we re obviously when they come back and he somehow has uh some information of the race, you know, going backwards and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. And the detail of underneath when he's like, like, oh, yeah. He's gone underneath the program in a way. And because yeah, he reversed. And, yeah, and you yeah. like see the, the, I don't know, the T Rex get lifted up on like some sort of piston. Like it, the way that yeah. the level that they've decided to go into. And then he's driving past the gorilla and the gorilla can see him through the ground and gets angry that he's not on like, like it, it's, yeah. it, it was quite, oh, they really went in, they went. Quite far, just for all of the CGI in this movie. Yeah, I mean, you could still tell that it was oh, CGI, but oh, that was probably on purpose. But it was though. more, I think they... Just to differentiate between yes, VR and the real world. I think they made it cartoony on, in a way. Like, on purpose, the characters were at least. Not not all the way to like, you know, fucking bloody, I don't know, whatever a good description but is, they, but it was quite detailed. Do, they can do super realistic, like... CGI because you see those movies Monsters Inc uh, fucking Monsters uh, Inc seeing no, the what's his name no but he had like hair and every hair there. particle was bloody shown I was you thinking know what I mean? more like District 9 oh yeah okay yeah that's oh. super realistic like yeah. it's like they're real almost yeah they try, they're aiming for reality so you can't this do is, it but this is yeah but that, that like you said I think that's intentional because it's easier yes. to make a completely not real oh, than to try yeah. and aim for perfection which is reality well yeah, their interpretation it of because it's a video game yeah it's exactly. not meant to be yeah. in real life it's they want to differentiate so that when he's not in the vr you know that he's not in it mm-hmm. there's a difference because they still use cgi when he wasn't in vr not as much but it's still it looks fantastic 
Well, I mean, specific parts brought it down a little bit for me. Like in yeah. the opening where he's climbing down, you can hell tell he's on a Connected rope. Yeah. And it, yeah, I didn't. Uh, yeah, that that stood out too much to me. But okay, yeah. I think because he didn't look like he was jumping, he literally looked floating. And it's not like yes. I'm not saying that CGI. Like they would have CGI the no, rope out the way. Wanted to hurt himself. Yeah. yeah. And that, that kind of defeats it. Like, uh, it's, yeah. Yeah, he's young. Make him jump this shit. Yeah, <laughs> fuck him, man. Or at least get someone who, like, when the camera's panning around the back of him, you know, get someone, like, a stunt yeah, double to double, do it. stunt double. He has, like, the same stature and frame. So, uh, a couple of things I noticed in the car chase yeah. was that, obviously, Wade is driving a DeLorean. Yep. That's pretty cool. That was, <laughs> that, was that stood out. That's, that was a... <laughs> um, Artemis, but I didn't realize, but they say it, she says it, or whatever, the bike she was riding is from an anime movie called Akira. Yeah, yeah. Which I, which I, I was going to... When we watched that anime movie the other couple of episodes ago, Yeah, that was the other option that I was going to get you to watch. Ah, uh, okay, okay. It was that or what we watched. That was the two. Well, I can't say which one's better. I don't know if you no, well, Akira, our decision. <laughs> Akira is like a classic anime i haven't even watched it myself so yeah, yeah okay well that would have been I good have for it. us to watch but... i have it on dvd and i tried to watch it but i fell asleep <laughs> so i think i was really tired that day yeah yeah you can't and blame I, the I movie never, you were tired no, yeah. it's not, i was tired <laughs> i never got around to that's how in my when growing up you know we always had family movie nights and like everyone would yeah. be sitting on the couch and whatever and that's how we knew if it was a good movie was if we looked back and dad was asleep it was, you know, <laughs> but if it was a bad movie, he'd be awake telling us it's a fucking bad movie. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of right, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> um, so after the race, yep. Um, you see they're in their garage, and Artemis obviously has to log out. So you see her reach for her head to pull the helmet off. Yeah, yep. And I thought that was such a good inclusion. Like obviously, yeah. Because they're gonna reach for their head to take their eye. Yeah, they've already got goggles off, so it definitely felt real, yeah. didn't it? They gave that yeah. touch where it could have been just like where the hands stay still, and then it just works out. Yeah. yeah, I like their particle fade out type thing where they yes, where it like, yeah, they like evaporate. Yeah, yeah, that did look quite cool. Yeah, um, and there's another funny thing here is so he gets home and his mum's boyfriend, well, not his mum, is it? It's his mum's sister. It's a, yeah, it's his, his auntie. He spent, I don't know why he calls so, him his mum's sister. Yeah, uh, yeah. So he spent all of their money on upgrades for the ark. I'm like, wow, this is like showing you how much it's ruining people's lives. It's bloody yeah. It's become like, their priority so much that because she was yeah. like, that's the money I was going to use to to get out of all this place, to get yeah. away from all this. And then shit. her partner tries to blame Wade. Yeah. Because of the bad oh, gloves or faulty gloves, gloves or whatever. He was going to lose no matter what. Yeah. Because I had the best suit in the world, he was still going to fucking lose. Yeah, he's like, didn't he say, he's like, uh, so how much of our uh, house funds did you spend on VR? He's like, well, all of it, honey. But I was going to win. <laughs> <laughs> but that's gambling, uh, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it is. It is a small form of gambling. Too many loot boxes. Ah. <laughs> uh, uh, man. Oh, yep. There, there you go. No, I, I was just going to skip a bit, not a bit ahead, just like to him finishing the race. Yeah, so he works out that, I thought that was so clever. Like, I obviously knew it anyway from last time, but to go backwards to win the race. But like how he found it out, he he went to yeah. went to the library. Oh, yeah, the memory and he's like, I love that memory thing. That's such a cool idea because... That was so cool. Oh, it was so... That, 
that would be ideal for everyone to be able to leave one of them behind for ev- yeah. anyone. Just the memories. Oh. Just, oh. Because you could really know what people were thinking in their downtime. You could really like get an understanding of why they made the decisions they made. But I really yeah. like how he's like, he's about to walk away from the scene. He's just watched like three or four times. Yes, and then, yes. and it's like, it's almost like he's talking to him. Halliday is like standing and like point and like looking away, but he's actually looking yes. at where Wade is standing kind of thing. He's like, what if we just went, backwards like pedal to the metal like just really fast really backwards. yeah and and then that's obviously the little you know the light bulb goes off above his head Ding! i've got an idea <laughs> so then he goes and tries everyone takes off from the race and he's and like he's sitting, he's sitting there he's like and they don't know what's going on they're like and, what? and the other guy's like what are you doing why yeah. are you not and he goes backwards into the why did he stay in reverse uh i think he probably had to like I reckon if he spun around, it wouldn't have worked. Maybe. I reckon it knew that he was reversing. Okay. I think it had to be. It was like coded that way. Well, he said, it did, he, Halliday did say, go in reverse, full speed. Yeah. And so, like, pedal to the metal. So, I don't think he, at any stage, took his foot off the accelerator and no. he went reverse, like, to just to make sure. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. Yeah. It was so cool under there, like all the green, like the green code, because yeah. obviously there was no like they didn't. That you're not going to waste energy on putting color in the uh, the it's place like, that you're not like, going to see. But it's like behind the scenes in the Matrix. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The code coming down the screen, and yeah. I liked how like the simple the shapes were. Like they were, they they turned in. Oh yeah, geometric. Shapes, yeah, geometric yeah. shapes, and then when they appeared in reality, then they put all the extra layers. Not reality in the virtual reality. Like then they yeah. put all their layers on top that made it seem realistic. Yeah, with the monkey and all that. Yeah, the, the monkey, the the cars, the T-Rex. the T Rex. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, that T Rex is. They use the same model that they use for Jurassic Park. I was, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I would. I would just because I mean one of the notes. I mean, uh, trivia. One of the trivia. Ah, uh, okay, that's a bit of trivia for I us. I don't know if I wrote that one down, but yeah, I did see that. What a, and a few other things. What a bloody like! Could you imagine they've been. They're the last ones left still trying to solve this puzzle, right? Yeah, here it is. The Tyrannosaurus oh, Rex yep. from Jurassic Park was also recreated using the same base model. Oh, that's cool. That Industrial Light and Magic had previously used during the original film. That's cool. I like it when so they're doing that. Stuff lo- like that. Lots yeah. of little tidbits from every genre, every movie, every, like, it's quite cool. Mostly they? sci-fi, but yeah. Mostly sci-fi. Well, they, not, not all, though, because they did... Uh, well, The Shining. Oh, so yeah, The Shining. Yeah. Have you seen The Shining? I, I, so long ago. I, I don't. I remember yeah. the main parts about it, but I'm going to rewatch it so that I could watch. Um, Doctor Sleep. Doctor. Yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah, I just did both those uh, a couple months ago too. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But what I um, could you imagine like they? Yeah, they're the last ones left trying to solve this puzzle, this riddle, find these they've keys. They've been doing it for four or five years. And. To finally have a key, a little, th- not a key, sorry, that's because they get the key. To finally the key have a, mate. or at least, a, no, no, like before he finishes, like to finally get an oh, inkling yeah. of like, oh, I have an idea. This actually might work. Yes. Like, oh, that would be nuts to be like, I'm on the bloody arrowhead. I am at the front line of this bloody thing. I'm a pioneer. Like this all, is, these, all this rich guy with his giant teams. Oh, and I did it. Yeah. It to feel that way. Yeah. Because you have to look into the past. You need to be not stuck in the future. You need to listen to the memories from the past to get the clues. And then to be the first person to see Anorak, or like, you know, Halliday's character, 
in the yes. thing and to like meet him and get the like I bet he, feeling, and oh uh, yeah. and then didn't he take his like he took his oh that might be a later scene actually I'm doesn't not sure matter. doesn't matter one of them where he's like he's talk- oh no it was yeah I'll leave that that's it right at the end that's right, right at the end I'm not gonna do that um, so I've got a note here they show no one in a meeting yep. and he's talking to everyone and they're, they're talking about putting ads in the VR yeah and it's like and it's like because like, well we can put eighty percent and we can take an eighty percent of people's theater view. Before causing seizures. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Like, what the fuck? Uh, I like it that and someone then, says that they're like, and that this is all if we win yeah. the uh, win the yeah, competition. The, the, yeah, they can change it all. Yeah. And, and I'm like, yep, sounds about right. Fucking <laughs> evil, greedy corporation. Normal, Bloody normal. hell. Yep, that's like Facebook. Fucking How many ads can we put in people's face? Hey, guys, uh, if you're listening, please watch The Social Dilemma. And yeah, that is all. Yeah. Back to the you movie. You need to understand <laughs> how these things work. Uh, I um, think I think the biggest issue, I don't want to harp on it too much longer, but it's like with companies, it should be all uh, it should be all on view. Everything should be open yeah, and honest and and like that to me is the way of the future. But yeah. you don't make as much money that way, so people don't no. tend to lean that way, which is sucks. It just sucks. Yeah, it just sucks the way human nature yeah, is. Yeah, greed and selfishness, but it's, it's built into us. It's- so now he's got the key, he gets a clue, and a clue to the next key, and uh, he wins a whole shitload of money. Yeah, a shitload. So he, he, he goes shopping, right? Yeah. And he buys a holy hand grenade. I'm like, yep, he's going to need that later. And what else does he buy? That bloody ah, Rubik's Cube. Else. The Rubik's, Rubik's cube. cube. And guess what he uses later as well? The Rubik's <laughs> Cube. I got some things to talk about that Rubik's Cube. Ah, uh, okay. What what, uh, what what do you got? What what is there like? Oh, uh, okay. We can do that now. Yeah, we little go. tidbits. It's fine. But, uh, it's not actually a tidbit, but it's just... Uh, so he uses the, the Rubik's Cube. Uh, it rewinds time 60 seconds. But okay. Does everyone remember what happened? You can't delete their memories, can you? No. Like, they'll go back 60 seconds, but they will know what would have happened, surely. That, wait, just just on that alone, that's creeping me out, because that's like a form of uh, control, or... Yeah, like, you just... You've, yeah. you've like, like, because they would, like, feel <laughs> their arms being forced in a particular, you know yeah. what I mean? They're moving backwards in their own motion, but they're not in control, and you would still know no. you're, you're like, oh, shit, exactly. someone's, used the, someone's used the Rubik's Cube, and they... That's almost like a, oh, uh, I'm like, it's a strong word, but that's like rape, man. That's a fucking, you're, <laughs> you're controlling, like, I don't like the yeah, sounds. I know I it's know. a game, but I'm, I'm obviously yeah. thinking of myself being forced and, yeah. At, at least they're not deleting your memories. I yeah. Guess why. I wonder if it was, thought, that would be better if, it, that would be such a better weapon if it was. Because, yeah, like, imagine. I don't if, think it could. It couldn't. It obviously couldn't. Obviously. Because if that's the case, they would bloody well, they could hack it and, like, sort of. Like delete people's minds. Yeah. Like, then, ah. then we're getting into like a uh, black mirror. Yeah. <laughs> no. no God damn that. Ah. Uh, I just thought that was really interesting. I'm like, are they remembering this or like? You, you know what this movie did more than it. Like one feeling I felt so much was awe. Like how crazy this was. How like oh this was awesome. Yeah. Such a good movie. Like everything seemed appealing, but it also made me. Super worried, <laughs> super <laughs> paranoid about the future, like where we're heading. And also, and greed with the cube, and oh. also with the cube, did yeah. you hear the sound effect it made when he used it? Because the Back to the Future um, sound effect, like when they go back in time, 
Oh, I'm pretty okay. Sure, I'm pretty sure that music was in there. Oh. But I do it, I do it later on as well. There's another bit where um, you hear the, the Back to the Future soundtrack. Okay. Yeah. So that was cool. I, I recognized it when it happened. I'm like, cool, I know that sound. <laughs> I don't know why, and this is probably going to be blind. Like, this is going to be crazy, but I don't, I've never been a fan of the Back to the Future movies. Like, I, no, they're not. They're okay. But no, no, not. but like, I remember them always being on telly. I remember them being yeah. the annoying videos that kept showing up on TV, yeah, but I didn't every, like them. Yeah. Like, I didn't get them. I didn't, but I'm sure if I ever, I would probably take a lot more away from them now. We should probably do that on the podcast. That'll be. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, run towards the, the things you don't like. Yeah. Yeah, no, I didn't. Yeah, that was more criticisms. And- exactly, exactly, and and I might, uh-huh. and it might turn out that I was right, and I hate them. <laughs> <laughs> no, and that's no. okay. It's good yeah. content. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, anyway, um, there's not. This isn't important, but Wade slips his real name while they're in the dance scene. Yes. Yep. No, that's what I was. Yep. Um. Good. And somehow they backtrack. I guess they use his name and the fact that he bought that suit because they knew he was using a fancy suit yeah and they could track it on back in the real world and they found him and um that so then he gets in he has like a uh, invitation to a meeting like through his VR doesn't he oh uh, yes that really annoyed me um what where's my notes on that so just reading my notes to find where the bit is well there was just one quick thing with that meeting yeah I, I quite like that the old guy, the guy, you know, the evil bad guy. He's, he's oh, so yeah, I, I an, he's that. so antiquated, and like you, you can just tell he's like greed, greed, power. Got to get more, more, more. Yeah. And he's so antiquated that he wrote down the password and stuck it to the side of the machine. Like that makes so much sense. I get that because, like, ah, oh, I, I just thought that was, a, and it's obviously important in the plot of the movie, but it's still yeah. like. That's a good little touch because obviously, like, why would he have to remember? No one could I- penetrate this place. No one. So why would he need to protect it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you want to talk about that now or leave it? Well, the, uh, oh, the note. The password. The note. The password. Well, I think stuff. you talk about what annoyed you about that meeting. Uh, it wasn't about the meeting. It was about the final bit. Oh, the, yeah, yeah. Let's yeah, yeah. So do that yeah, now. Yeah, do it. Yeah. So, yeah. um, they obviously because he wrote his password down yeah stuck up on the thing they I, I thought it was so clever like that twist that Nolan thinks he's logged down the machine but he's still in the yard where they they nip- and they've just replicated and they like office. they got him right at the right time just as he's yes. exiting so he's not going to notice yes and I thought that was such a good twist it was weird like He's like, you know, they're, they're there in front of him. And then he walks out of the room, the VR room, but he doesn't know it is. Yeah. And he, like, pulls the mask off of the real face. And it was like, oh, well, that's cool as. Like, oh, yeah. It was very... Yeah, other, yeah. Like, that, like, that threw me. I'm like, hang on, what, what just happened? Yeah. Like, that confused me, yeah. Um, but the annoying thing that really annoyed me is the guy says to his people, he's like, they hacked my rig. They didn't fucking hack it. They got your password. That is not hacking. <laughs> that so annoys me. Oh, you got it. You. <laughs> that's. They do it all the time. Uh, really. That's not hacking. All of that for a little pet peeve, Stephen. That's funny as fuck. <laughs> and on the news, they do it all the time in real life. They. Uh, people, oh, I got hacked. It's like no, 
I guess your password. No, that used to happen at school as well. Like you know, you'd leave yourself, hacking. you'd leave your, your, you know, your account locked on, and someone would write yeah. on your post. They'd post hacked by blah, blah blah, and you're like, you shut the fuck up. That's not hacked. Yeah, you're right. You you are right. But it's it a pet peeve. It's a, it really annoys yeah. me. <laughs> hacking is like finding back doors and and, and changing scripts and making code yeah. and yeah, Not yeah. Just oh, I got password. I'm a hacker now. I'm going to put my hacker hat on now. That's funny yeah. as fuck. You're just a detective now, not a bloody hacker. Well, a hacker is watch Mr. Robot. That's hacking. There yeah, that's go. hacking. There you go. Yeah, all right. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, so he goes earlier. Yeah. I thought that was cool. So he gets a coin. So he goes to the with the curator, the memory vault, and he's looking through the memories again. And he, he makes a bet with the, the curator. Who, and he says... Who do we find out he is later? Uh, yeah, he's Simon Pegg. Yeah. He's uh, um, uh, Og- Ogden. Ogden. Is Ogden. it Ogden? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Ogden Morrow. Yeah. Yes. I thought that was such a cool little twist on the whole movie that I had forgotten. I had forgotten too, yeah. But yeah, talk about that. So kinda, Yeah, yeah. Because when you see him talking and stuff, it's like... He doesn't seem like an AI. He seems like... A person, the way he's talking and interacting. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, and I, I didn't know that it was that character, but I didn't think it was. I'm like, I didn't make him seem like a robot. It just confused me. I because uh, honestly, I was thinking that it was um another like I don't know version of um Halliday. I thought that it was like a a, yes. a host version of Halliday that he had created to yeah, for that purpose. Like that. But it honestly, it was so surprising because he had made a rule that. Ogden Morrow couldn't interfere, but that had nothing to do with him making a bet that there was no other mention of Kira. Yes, of the girl, yeah, and that's... And he gives him a coin, and uh, Wade gives it back to him, and he's like, no, no, you want that. Yeah. He's like, you need that. And I'm like, yep, he's going to need that later. And he was like, and he didn't, like, when he got the coin, he didn't even pay attention to it. He didn't even like. No, he just thought it was random shit. Yeah, he's. Do you reckon Artemis looked at the coin and saw that it said she, extra yeah, life and gave it back to something. him? She knew something because yeah. she said something. Yeah, and I'm like, well, that must be important if she's trying to get rid of it. You mm-hmm. know, like it's just. <laughs> uh, and that's when they go to the dance, and he confesses his uh, love. Just, just, just to do with the dance, just with the yeah. dance as well. Um. They that's just before that you got um <clears throat> sorry uh you've got what's his name is it I Rock and the yeah, I Rock I and, Rock and yeah, 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 um yeah. oh fuck god damn I forgot his name god damn it uh Sorrento Sorrento yeah Nolan, Nolan. Yeah. fucking Nolan um Nolan. they have a meeting and he's they he gives him a mission he gives I Rock a mission to yes. find him. And he goes, he, he says to him, he's like, uh, yeah, I'll do it, but it's three times my normal salary. Yes, and yes, yes. and Sorrento goes, done, like really quickly. And, yeah. and, and, and Irock goes, wait, I should have asked for five. Is four still on the yeah. table? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's hilarious. Like just it goes to show, you know, he's, uh, he's, uh, the, he's like the comedy in the movie. He's needed. Yeah. Yeah, I was actually going to write that down, but I thought, oh, no, I'm sure Ryan will get it. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then that obviously leads to them at the dance and, yeah, continue. Yeah, on. yeah, yeah, yeah. So 
And then my note is, and of course, the love story subplot. Ugh, I know. Of course. I know. And then she's like, he confesses his love. She's like, no, you just love the idea of me and the sort of breakup thing. Yeah, you, but know? you know, I can kind of and justify of gonna, I can justify him, like, because it's not end of the world, like, for him. So no. I can justify him having these feelings. But in the scope of the movie, yeah. it's unnecessary. <laughs> Yeah, and then of course uh, I wrote my end of my note was of course they will be together in the end. Obviously, they have to. Obviously, like that's how it works. Um, but it took me a bit longer to pick up that it was going to be a the love story thing going on. And usually, I pick it up quite early in movies. Well, it's like as soon as a guy looks at a girl, it's like, oh, here we go. Here we go. Yep, yep. There's an extended glance. Why is that? Yep. Yeah, well, they're gonna fall in love. Well, I mean, obviously, it sets it in when they start practically fucking while floating um yeah. you know what i mean like like you can see in the real world where yeah, he's like how did she not expect him to confess some sort of feelings obviously like like what the fuck she's just feeling him up feeling him up and you can see where like it, it cuts back so what they think? they don't show her like you know grasping his crotch but in the no, real world the, the suit lights up his crotch area yeah. and you're like well, why did they put that? Like, oh, she rubs against his thigh or something. Oh, yeah, all right, okay. <laughs> if that's what you want to see, all right. <laughs> no, but it was just quite sexual, yeah. like, and it, yeah. And how does she not expect him to have any feelings yeah. after that? Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Then she goes off at him. <laughs> I know, right? Right after, because there's the attack, the invasion happens. Yeah. And just after they have narrowly escape after using the uh, Rubik's cube, um, yep. he. Like, she pushes him over and says, no, you don't understand. Like, my dad was in an internment camp or whatever, you know, yeah. uh, internment. So it's like, why were you giving Wade these mixed feelings then if you weren't, like, yeah. it's just, it's her own stupid thought. No, but she's using, and as far as yeah, she knows, she's, she's, using just, she's using him. I mean, that makes sense because yeah. she's in a life or death situation. She's in a, like, save the world situation. He's not yet. Yeah, he yeah. doesn't, he's not there yet. He doesn't no. get it. He doesn't, yeah. yeah. But she just wasn't understanding but that. She, but, that's okay. and, but that's also her fault because she should have understood that he's going to get these signals and interpret them this yeah. way. You know what I mean? Like, that, of course. He doesn't know it's the end of the world. Yeah. He doesn't know. Give him more info. Fill him in. Context, people. Context. Yeah, exactly. Um, and this is where we find out about Artemis's father had been in debt and Nolan's company yep. buys that debt and then turns him into a slave. Yep, yep. In a facility to pay off the debt. Then he ends up dying in there, doesn't he? His yeah, father. because you can't afford... Yeah, it, it turns yeah, into this make scheme. It impossible. Yeah. They, they put interest on it and you can never pay it off. And meanwhile, you're just their slave doing stuff in VR to help them get the keys or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Um, what do you think about that, though? Do you think that's something that could happen in our future? Bets and paying them off in like factories. Don't you think that right? is what is happening with, our, with most health, is. like profit run healthcare systems? You know, I think that's yeah. like. Yeah, I don't know. I I feel like anything to do with healthcare or policing, and, and I've said this before, but like government and all that, it can't be based on greed. And we currently have a system that everything is based on like make more, yeah, earn more. And definitely private and, health is. And especially when it comes to, oh, uh, if we sell it, like we bring this, you know, this product to market and yeah. we sell it at a bit more of a profit, like it, it does take it out of the hands of the people who literally cannot afford, like it. 
Yes, it yes. is hurting people and killing it might people. It only seem like a couple cents to them, but it's, it, to someone who's struggling, it's affecting the real world. It should be, oh, this thing is going to help humanity survive this yeah. disease. Okay, let's throw it out. Just like you can have this life-saving drug, but it's going to cost you yeah. thousands of dollars because... And look, I'm, I understand to is. research and make drugs, it costs and money. Yeah, I get... I, it, but that's why the government should put money towards... But it, yeah, exactly. It, and like, when we say the government, it, that means the people. Yes. So, yeah. I, yeah, it's hard. It's a complicated topic. Yeah. Let's get back yeah. to the movie. Come okay. On. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we could get real uh, angry there and, real, <laughs> and lose some fans. <laughs> so somehow, I don't know why this happens, but I wrote it down because there's a tool. Oh, that's right. They Bobby's uh, where they thought he lived because yeah. they know where he lives. Yeah. So they blow up his building. They obviously forward. assumed that that's where he was but playing. Why Why do they always do this? The character is trying to run away I from wrote this down building. too. I know. So he's running in the direction it's falling. Uh, it's run it's to the side. It's what Prometheus all over again. It's this fucking... Yes. It's, the big-ass building is collapsing. And they're still running in the direction of which it's collapsing. It's Go like... sideways or diagonal. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. It's, <laughs> that's irritating. But, like, look, I, I saw... You can tell because he's on a path of or a road or whatever. So, like, that is directional. But you can still nick between buildings and get away. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, yeah. And so okay. then we come to The Shining when they go into the theatre because um, that's the next clues in The Shining. Yeah. Movie that he watched with the girlfriend. And this is where you first kind of get a hint that H is, like, it's not a... It's Oh, yeah, because the naked... The naked zombie woman in the bathtub. And, and, and <laughs> she's, like, scared. Like, you can tell she's, like, not, like, oh, I don't dig horror movies. And then when she sees the, you know, the naked zombie lady, she, like, gives her space to begin with because, like, you know, it, it turns into a, a zombie lady. <laughs> it's, like, you can kind of, like, getting hints that, oh, okay, it's it's it, it's not what we see, you know what I mean? It's not yeah, some yeah. brute bloke behind the screen. Yeah. And especially earlier, where he's uh, where Helen is, or H is trying to tell um, uh, Wade that. Oh yes, he, people might not like, be as they seem. You don't know. Like, the Artemis could be some fat, like yeah, three hundred pound bloke sitting behind the screen in Brooklyn. You don't know that because <laughs> she was like saying what she kind of is doing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then later on, she uses that to introduce herself. Yeah. Um, in the real world. Oh, just, uh, sorry, just, yeah. <laughs> we were talking before about the bloody Rubik's Cube thing, and and I like when he throws it, and he describes to her, uh, to Artemis, what it is, and she goes, and you waited until now to use it? <laughs> like, the timing, and, oh, that was quite hilarious. Sorry, I didn't want to get us off traffic there, but. No, yeah, that's all right. Uh, <laughs> Goddamn. Um, and then, so the shining scene. Yeah, yeah, back um, to that. I was thinking to myself, it looked like, like, are they using some shots from the real Shining movie or, like, I, I reckon they were using real shots. I reckon right? so they would have... got trivia on that. They would have grabbed real shots and then, like, some yeah. sort of, like, enhanced them. You know what I mean? I would have So let me, let me find the bit in the trivia here and or, I'll read it out to prepare you. Prepare everyone or it's going to uh, be fantastic. So a significant part of the film takes place in a virtual space based on the Overlook Hotel in the film The Shining. Mm-hmm. This was mostly a digital recreation of the film 
using high-quality kerosene of the original film. Ah. So they used... So they would have got, like, the original... They would have got the original... Bloody, I know, high-quality... Photos or whatever, yeah. Photos dumbs um, it down too much, like proper high end film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and they did whatever telescene. That's is, such. But, that's such. Oh, I love. I love that. Uh, they're actually. They've like how much this this movie goes from complete not reality to sampling reality. It's it's fucking excellent. Yeah. yeah. And so also it says, giving them some freedom of new camera angles and shots that could be generated from this recreation. So the final film includes a combination of the original footage and uh, and also additional work from uh, The Shining by ILM. Okay. Uh, only a few scenes in the sequence which involved real actors, such as the appearance of the twins, yeah. required them to construct a faithful reproduction of the set. Okay. Um, and also, finally, the sequence was post-processed to introduce film grain and other aging effects to make it look similar to to make the the, the, the high quality film match the old film. Yeah, okay. To give and it that I feel. I thought that you could see, I felt that I could see certain scenes when they had used the real shot felt a bit more film grainier than the others, you know? Hmm. Yeah. So that's okay. why I that's why I kind of picked this up. Yeah. When I was watching it, that's what I noticed was that film grind. I go, I reckon they've used bits and pieces here. Because it obviously is slightly different between the shots. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I didn't pick up on any of that. And then they just overlaid, you know, the CGI characters and yeah. in, in the shots. Well, I mean, as you would. Right, which is pretty clever. Because they would have had to cut out whoever the zombie lady was really hugging. They would have had to cut that person out and put the the art person in and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Unless that was a recreation. I don't know. But that kind of stuff, is, it's very clever what they can do. It's, cr- yeah, it's, yeah. I can't even imagine where we're going with this video. Like, just, it's going to be insane how detailed things are getting and how 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 densely we can, you know, well, like, stack pixels. And <laughs> like, like Marvel, they already, like, scared the actors completely. They don't even need the actors anymore. They got their whole body scanned in. Yeah. And a lot of the time, they use their that, mm. they use that instead of the real actor. I guess they use their real facial movements and the voices. But they barely even need. They're not going to need actors it, anymore. I mean, it depends on what movies. But yeah, these deep fakes are getting crazy. Anyone can have a Tom Cruise. Like, kind of thought Tom Cruise. No worries. Yeah. He, Make one. Well. Pay, you either pay Tom Cruise ten million, or you pay him one million to get to yep. use his likeness. Yeah, yep. and then maybe pay him to do some voice acting. Yeah, exactly. Instead of actually being there, or get a voice actor who can do his voice, or uh. yeah. So, um, I mean, they yeah. So they're in the the Shining, and she manages to uh, Artemis like you know, completes the task. Yeah. Yep. They uh, like through that was the zombie dancing, which was quite cool. It was a very haunted yep. feeling. Um, Obviously, that scene is not in The Shining. There's no wait, what? Dancing. Isn't it? No, no, no way. I wanted oh, zombie there are, there dancers. Are, there are like zombie dead people, but they don't look like zombies, and I don't think they dance. Yeah, no, no. It's not like that. That was all changed for that. Yeah, I was being which, which is okay because Halliday probably altered that movie memory to. 
to include that anyway. Well, you know, she like, said, uh, Artemis said um, that it was out of a uh, one of Halliday's favorite games. It was like a haunted mansion yeah. game or something like that. So yeah, that would make sense that he's like merging different his favorite genres and scenes and movies and. Yeah, for this challenge. Yeah. But I liked it after afterwards. They're out in the car, so like um. Uh, it, it, is this in the, in the truck or the van thing? Yeah, the van because so everyone, the, everyone this gets is now together. this is now real life. Um, yeah, and Wade doesn't. I like it. He gets on the van and he. Oh, so no. How does it work? So he's running. He gets. Uh, Helen, yeah, he uh, meets Helen. Helen. Bumps into him. Yeah, and grabs him and like pulls him into like no, a darkness. On. No, hang on, this is because no, 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 no. He meets up with Artemis. She finds Artemis finds him, and then wherever they are, gets and the bad guys find him. Yeah, and then while Wade is escaping, because she closes, opens the vent. Wade jumps out. She closes the vent. Doesn't go with him. She sacrifices herself. Yes, yeah, to slow him down. And, and then he meets Helen in the army way. Yes. No, you're right. You're yes. right. And then that's when they go They go to Helen's van. And I like when he meets um, He meets uh, Zoe, but they call him Show. Uh, so. Yeah, but yeah. 11-year-old. He's, he's like, he says to him, he goes, my name's Zoe, but people call me Show. No big deal. And then Wade's like, no, no, it's a big deal. You're the most badass 11-year-old out there. And the other guy's like, he knows and the show goes, shut yeah, up, yeah, shut yeah. him, let him tell me. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was great because it's... Let him praise me. It goes to, like, everyone loves a fucking compliment, man. Every, like, and, and even if you know it, just just throw the compliments. Everyone should just give them freely. <laughs> I feel like people don't give as many compliments nowadays. Like, just yeah. even when it comes to little things, it just give them. Just, just yeah, be... I'd rather be way more liberal with my, uh, you know, my compliments than conservative. So I don't want to hold on to them. <laughs> they end up in the truck, like you say. And yeah. I, I, I mean, you can tell that they weren't actually driving a truck. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Because it's like, it's like yeah. they're stationary and someone's like shaking the truck while they're in it. No, but it wasn't. Scene, you know? I, I didn't even think the truck was shaking. I, I It was almost even oh, funnier than that. It was like the characters were jumping. <laughs> it didn't seem, yeah. it did quite, it did no, seem very like, bad. Obviously there, they're doing that weird projection technique, but with CGI and green Oh, screen. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but they're obviously doing that, a form of rear projection because they really were in the truck. Yeah, yeah, no, they it is just a had form, a green screen definitely. on the outside or... Uh, Back in the old days, they actually projected something on the room around the truck. And you this would... one, it would have been green screen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Nowadays, they wouldn't do the actual projection unless it no. really needed it. Because I feel and like the also, green screen projection would be way more uh, detailed. Yeah. Just, and they can track the motion better in 3D uh, space to match, yeah. to match which way the truck's going and to match what they filmed outside. They can map it better. Um, and then, of course, yeah, I, so I wasn't too impressed with that truck scene. Yeah. Uh, when they, when you saw shots of the truck from the outside, of course, they were really driving a truck. But when they were inside talking and all that, that was definitely all in a studio. Yeah, somewhere. yeah, yeah. On a, on a set, for sure. For sure. And then it goes to, okay, well, now they're going to go back and save Artemis, the damsel in distress <laughs> sequence. <laughs> but doesn't it... Because it, it it turns out that she's necessary to be inside. Like it's she, it's she does she helps the yeah because she helps from the inside. Yeah, yeah so yeah, it's yeah. like 
it, it not quite a damsel in distress. No, I know, I know, and it, I'm glad that they didn't just make it a fucking damsel in distress. I'll be honest, yeah. but it, it it was definitely like, oh, here we go. Of course, she why, why wasn't it the little Asian dude that was like the ninja guy? Like, why you yeah, know, it could have been anyone or something. Yeah. But I guess it needed to be more of it because she's way she's definitely more of a main character than them. So yeah. I, that I guess, but yeah. with the main characters, yeah. Now onto that, I just want to talk about that. You know, she's in that that camp. You know, everyone's they're all fight. They're a slave yeah. labor. They're with the IOI, and um, my probably one of I mean most notable pet peeves of the movie for me was in the VR in Oasis. All right, let's say they're going to battle. A group of the bad guys would die in Oasis. Right, so a bomb would go off or whatever, and those. Those group would go off. In real life, it, the group just happened to be playing the game at the same, like next to each other. Like it always, co- it always correlated to them being in a group in real life as well. And I thought yeah. that was so not right. That no, because they're soldiers. No. They're going to zig and zag and move yeah, away from true. each other. They're not going to be in the same place as the, where they started. Oh, yeah. That yeah, is yeah, yeah. so inaccurate. Because- because like in it where she's putting down the mine or whatever. Yes. The guy behind her, she looks at him. Then they come back to real life and she's looking at him. And that's not right. Like, no. That's not no. how it works. You can be like across the other side of the world. Like, the whole point of VR is the fact that you don't have to be in the same place as the people. Like why would yeah. they be then just happen to be working I guess together? They kind of did it on purpose though to, to show that they're all in one big like camp? I, I don't know. No, Maybe see, some sort the, of, the way I feel like they yeah. could have achieved that better is if they made it like they zoomed out into like a shed of thousands yeah, and, and thousands and then and, then, and yeah. select few of them speckled out throughout the thousands of people drop dead. You know what I mean? Like that would make more sense. Not drop dead, but, you know, go uh, red. Yeah. But the fact that they were, the whole wave. they were like, yeah, yeah, they were clustered together. Yes, and you're like, that's, it yes. doesn't apply to real life. That's the point of VR. Yes, it's because... Uh, because one of the giant things falls over yeah. and crushes a whole heap of them and yeah. it's like the whole like like, a ding, 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 like all next to each other. And like, it's yeah, that it, yeah. that is just a that's something I can't get over and it, it would yeah. and it affected yeah. the score of the movie. <laughs> yeah, I noticed it but didn't it didn't bother me as much, uh, but I noticed it. Yeah. Definitely noticed it. I'm glad it. you noticed it because I would have just been falling on deaf ears right then. I've been like ranting and you're like, <laughs> What are you even talking about, man? I got <laughs> anyway. Yeah, and then you've got um, so I mean that's pretty much well, near go, the end. Wait, now. just we go to the scene where you know he's he they've hijacked his rig, you know, what I mean? or at least he yep, thinks yep, that, yep. and him. and he says he says like um, uh, it, you know what's his name? Uh, Bloody Wade says to Sorrento, he goes, "You killed my mum's sister," and. Sorrento replies, yeah. he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Those were corporate decisions, not personal. He's like, bitch, he it's doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't care about your corporate. You killed his family. What are you talking about? Well, like, since when does a corporation get to kill people? And like, but the fact that he could, he felt that it was necessary or fault. a right yeah. to be able, no, no, that was a corporate decision, yeah. not a person. So, like, he made the decision for the corporate, like, for the, the business to kill them. It wasn't yeah, for his personal. personal. It is, but exactly. It, it is like you made it personal oh. by killing his family. And so you, personal to Wade. Yeah, yeah. Extreme. Like it, obviously, he's going to point a gun at you now. Like, like fucking the direct reason that oh. is just direct reason why his auntie is dead. And that's a good exactly way to describe it. He's the direct cause. Like he is the one. It, yeah, yeah. He had the final say. Ah, oh, 
typical. He's a bloody typical evil dictator type, and he didn't. A be- typical Donald Trump, maybe. And, and he just <laughs> didn't believe that the people would come together to fight what they believed in, and yeah. Yeah. I just yeah. So Especially I, that I, that shows heaps when they're like standing out there. You know how he did that that shield, that magic shield. Yeah, the um, magic shield. And he's like standing there, and they they hear something. They like hear like. Like what is that ramblings in the distance or whatever, and then just yeah. everyone shows up to help they them. Thought no, they thought no one was going to turn and, up. Yeah, and that's when he's, he's like, oh, and he's speech. like, starts shitting himself, and <laughs> it's like, oh shit, this is not gonna, gonna not gonna be good. <laughs> and then and then H is in the the Iron Giant. I like that. that yes, was so cool. that's a good reference. That's a you nice one. I, yeah, I, I watched it as like a young child. Cool. I remember yeah, that yeah, with yeah, like, yeah. you know, Bambi or whatever. Like that would be, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. we had a videotape of it. And yeah, anyway. I think we did too. But yeah. yeah. Uh, I like that. So good. And then right uh, a bit later on, he ends up falling into the lava and he does the thumbs up like the Terminator. <laughs> yep, yep. Like, yep, that's a Terminator reference there. Yeah. And then uh, that's the end of my notes. What else are you going to think on the end? I just got to look. All right. So, yeah, my last ones will close it out. Um, we'll, like, close out my notes. Uh, yeah. So, uh, where is it? So, so we got the ending, and he says about, he says, uh, what's his name? God damn it. Sorry, guys. Uh, Ogden Morrow opens the door yes. to the van and says, like, we've got some important people who want to have a chat with you. And, he fucking he closes the door on him. He says one second. He's like closes the door, and then they have this. And they have this stupid fucking kiss scene. This pathetic, shitty yeah, attempt. No, it's not. And he fucking floats down, and he gets hung up, yeah, and he, he gets held up. It's by, romantic. It is the it's for uh, the teenage girls, Ryan. It's for all the it shouldn't exist. It should be R rated. They should do R rated. Not, not sexual, but like... Uh, <laughs> yeah, dude, it turns into a fucking porno. <laughs> no, 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 but I mean uh, with like the violence and other scenes and stuff, they could have uh, made it more adult. It just, it was, it was unnecessary. They could have just, ah, uh, no, it was stupid. That scene, it was unacceptable yeah, to me. They do, anyway. it for the, they do it for the teenage market. They want to get the girls watching. And- they could have had a kiss after they talked to Ogden Morrow. They could have just, yeah, but it no, had to be no. this stupid fucking hanging down, stupid, yeah, stupid Spider-Man course. kissing upside down scene. You know what I mean? Exactly, One of those fucking, yeah. ugh, ugh. Everyone loves that, don't they? Yeah, everyone, <laughs> minus me. <laughs> and me. I don't like it either. No, yeah. <laughs> anyway, that was, that's about <laughs> it. But they, they brought it back for me by playing uh, Make My Dreams Come True by Hall and also, Notes, closing it out with that wicked song. So that yeah, was all right. And also, um, uh, just like a little bit, when he finally wins all the keys and goes into the office oh, in VR oh, where he's yeah. going to sign the thing, yeah. and he works out, no, I don't want to sign it because this is a test. You don't want me to sign it, you yeah. know? I mean, eventually after that, he does sign something, but that one in the arms. Uh, but that's what Vegas. I wanted to talk about. How he um he now he's in his room, his childhood gr- room. Yes, yes. And he's and he's talking to him and and like Halliday. Yeah, he's talking to Halliday, and that's where he's like he's talking. And Halliday's like conf- he's giving him life lessons. Like he's telling him yeah. like things that were like no no like and and he's picking up on him. You know what I mean? Like they're talking the same language in a way. It, this this whole movie only works because that personality met that personality. You know what I mean? It was so like I don't know, and like you could tell when he took his like 
he's talking to um, Halliday, and then you, it reverts back. It reverts back to reality where he pulls the mask off, and you can see like the tears streaming down his face and how emotional it would have been because yeah. that would have been like the most powerful moment to have with anyone because yeah, no cause one's going to experience like, that. But also, this is like his hero. Yeah, yeah, that's Halliday was his hero. That's why he, he met he met Superman, and not only met Superman, now he gets to wear his cape. Like, exactly. That would be like, whoa, holy shit. And that was a bit funny how he almost accidentally presses the button. Yeah, because they're getting rammed by the cars. Kavanaugh's like, don't try and uh, destroy more on your first day. Yeah. Or whatever. Which kind of <laughs> like, like, what was Halliday? Because that was like, he was a personality. He, yeah, when he says that to him, he says, he says, are you an AI or whatever? He's like, no. And he's like, well, what are you? And then he doesn't answer. He doesn't answer. That's my point. He doesn't answer. He li- they is he dead? Oh, they left it open. Did he, up- did he upload his consciousness? He, he Somehow he made himself into code that will forever exist, you know? Or, well, or may- maybe he wasn't dead and maybe he was in the, uh, the other side of the world. Uh, who knows, Maybe he faked his death. Yeah. But did they say how he died? Oh, I can't remember how he died. Because I wonder if, yeah, maybe there's leeway for a fake death in there for next time. Maybe they did something like that. Maybe. But yeah. All but right. It's kinda like it's kinda like Willy Wonka too. Like he's just won the chocolate factory, you know? Like Yeah. 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 He's trying to give him the keys to the chocolate factory. Well, I like as well like he says, um uh Wade goes, uh I will be, but we're going to be running it all together or whatever. You know, like he says, it's going to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to sign it down, but split it between my clan or whatever. Yeah. And the, and yeah. then Ogden Morrow is like, like he's like choice. that is that is an excellent or whatever choice, you know. Yeah, it's a great choice, yeah. like, excellent idea or whatever. Yeah, I thought that was powerful. It's like, yeah, make sure you look after the people you love. Essentially, that's like a nice little note on the end there. Yeah, <laughs> don't don't be selfish. So, uh, like the other guy. What uh, what are you? Overall notes and or trivia uh, stuff you want yeah, to chat let's about. Yeah, do, do a couple of trivia ones. Yeah, let's do so, it. So, uh, we talked about the Shining scene, but in that same bit of trivia, it says, ILM also had to faithfully produce digital recreations of several of the cultural references. So, uh, that appear, including the DeLorean, yep. obviously, the, the Iron Giant. Uh, Chucky, the Chucky doll. Oh, yeah, the Chucky doll. And someone goes, oh, it's fucking Chucky. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's good. Um, and then King Kong was modeled after the 1933 version. Ah, uh, right. Yep, that makes sense. Um, Tyrannosaurus Rex from Jurassic Park. They used the same base model that they used in the movie. Obviously, not the exact model because it probably wouldn't suit uh, today's technology, but they based it off that. Uh, that's all I have for that. Um, so, you know the box containing the orb, the the shield, the orb of Ozvox. Ah, uh, yeah, yep, yep. That is the, the the box that it was in is the same one that Gizmo is in when he's given to Billy in the Gremlins. That's so a, the box. I can't remember that. That's not. That's no. I, yeah, I can't okay. either. But I just saw it. and I thought that's pretty so, cool. Yeah, the, the box in the Gremlins is the box that the old was in. Hmm. So there's all these little references and stuff like that's the uh, it's yeah crazy, isn't it? How that's what you love, man. It's the little bits and bobs from everything. It doesn't that need you can to pull be in. there, but like, okay, we need a box. But they all put right. the effort in, you know, and they just find the box. And it's yeah. kind of like let's. Uh, it's kind of like um, uh, what's a good one? You know, let's say Shaun of the Dead. Anyway, that's because yeah. we watched that recently. 
but like all the little tidbits that connect to itself but also references to our lives and movies we've all watched in real life and like it's a it's all those little easter eggs that make these types of movies so fun yeah uh my last trivia is we talked about it before the podcast but so directors that were considered for the film uh include christopher nolan Robert Zemakis, I don't know who he is. Not sure who he is. Uh, Matthew Vaughan, don't know him. Peter Jackson. Yeah, we know him. Um, Edgar Wright. Yeah, woo! Uh, they were all considered to direct the film. Which I thought that was interesting. It was so different with, like, imagine Christopher Nolan doing it or Ugh. Peter Jackson or Edgar Wright. It would all be different so every time. So Christopher Nolan would be, you know, the dun 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 standard yeah, stuff, all right? Yeah. Then Peter Jackson would have been some sort of dragons involved. Um, yeah. Is that, that's how it works, isn't it? And like big hairy feet. So. Yeah, that's how it works. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the other two, I'm not sure. So Edgar Wright. Edgar how would Wright it, comedies? It, it would have been more slapstick a bit, wouldn't it? It would have been a bit yeah. more funny. I'm not sure if I, yeah. I'm not sure if it would have been because he's no. done some serious movies. Yeah, so, that's true. so I, that's because I'm just thinking of, I'm just thinking of you know the World's End and you know the yeah, yeah, the yeah, ones yeah, he's yeah. done with Nick Frost and Sean Pegg, yes. uh, Simon Pegg. Um, yeah, it's like Nick Pegg. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, something Pegg, whatever it is. Simon. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um. So yeah. So overall notes you got you want to start yeah. us off on them so uh, well actually you do your overall notes and give me your rating then i'll do mine and yeah uh oh should we just quickly do budget first oh yeah definitely definitely yeah, yeah. Um, so we got budget was 175 million 175 um, yep all right and the box office was 583 million. well done yes so that, that seems pretty yes good. how many seats did this put in cinemas you know what i mean like I how, this yeah. that's crazy like but also what it's the an net epic. profit was, I don't know. Yeah, you're right. profit is different again. Yeah, that's... Well, at least it was in the last movie we did. I wish all of the info gets released, like, as, like, all right... Proper budget, yeah. Budget, like, even even in more detail, what was the budget for your actors? What was the budget for you? You know, that would be yeah. sick if we got all of that. Yeah, but they're not going to No, no, fair enough. I mean, they don't want to open the doors and tell people their secrets. No. Nah. Um, so... Yeah, so the camera work I thought was that was good. Yeah, um, I had no comments on that. They did a good job of distinguishing CGI from, like, say, when they're in VR to when they're in real life. Yep. Um, so I thought the CGI was fantastic. Yeah. Yep. Uh, acting was good. I wouldn't say it was great, but the acting was good. Yep. Um, and the music, I thought it was a good use of mixture of real music. And film scores. Yes. Yep. It was a good good mixture. That's, that's sort of the way to do it. It's okay in a pop, you know, like a pop culture movie. Like you need, you need that those old references. Music. Yeah, you need that. It's it's good. And the pacing, I thought, was good. Yeah. You didn't think it dragged out too much or anything? Um, no, no. Honestly, I was hoping for more. That that's that was yep. like I was. As I said before, yeah, we were, sure. I was like, oh, man, if this was three movies or, like, I would have been fine. I would have kept watching. So, uh, obviously, I, I almost think it was too short, but it was obviously a long movie, so I don't think it was too yeah, short. Yeah, it was but, two hours something, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, two hours 20 or something. I think because this is right up my alley, you know, like our, yeah, our was, alley. But, yeah, it is. It's Yeah. yeah. And what would um, you rate it, man? Uh, 
I gave it a nine out of ten. Nine out of ten. Yeah, nice, nice round number uh, there. The only things that brought it down from a ten was the scene in the truck. Yep. Yes. Um, and there was probably a couple other things, but oh, the building running the wrong way with the fucking building yes. falling. Yes. Yeah. Just those little things. That was what detracted from me. All right. Apart from that, it was really good. All right. Well, uh, so. I agree with you. The camera work was pretty good. The CGI, I don't think it could have been any better at this day. I don't think it could have been better. Um, the aesthetics, like the feeling between, like you said, between the VR and the real world, how how almost the real world seemed dull and then they made the, yes. the um, VR extremely vibrant. Everything, yep. all the colors popped. They're like bang, bang, bang in your face, like neon colors. It was beautiful. Um, the story, I mean, uh yeah, the, it's not I, I, super I, original. It's, yeah, it's very straightforward, very, you know, as you'd expect. And there was a couple of scenes that has pulled down my score, obviously, like we've talked earlier about the bad guys. If they died in VR for some reason in real life, they were next to each other, like those types of things. Like they were just a lot of for the masses. And also like the, for me, the unnecessary love story. Like it could have been hinted at. They could have flirted and that could have been the end of it, but they decided to yeah. make it a thing. And that, that's all right, whatever, for the masses, okay. Um, again, acting was, it was good acting. I didn't think it was great, but it's hard to tell with a heavily CGI movie, isn't it? Because a lot of it's almost voice acting, not really acting yeah. acting. So. Yeah, I mean, they would have had those suits on that showed yeah. their facial expressions yeah. and so they would have done all that, but yeah, you're right. It's more of a voiceover than I have to say. But at least you couldn't tell. Yeah, that it was like recorded in a studio or what? Um, well, for me, I'll I'll answer this and then ask you. But um, for me, I had the biggest standout actor was uh, Halliday, like the awkward old guy, like the way he. Yeah. I I, w- I found that so like awesome that they had a. Almost like he was actually autistic or something. Like yeah, he had some yeah. sort of uh, not ability. That's the right, you know what? I, like he did, he couldn't quite. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah, awkward yeah, yeah, social yeah. skills. I thought that was excellent, and I, not. I don't know if he has that in real life. I doubt that he does, but it was very. It was portrayed extremely well because I I get yeah. those those social insecurities, the not wanting to even acknowledge something because you're gonna you're worried it's gonna be taken whatever way even though you've never you don't know because you haven't said it yet you know like well, it was, it was yeah, he was I, probably I would, I would hate to be like that oh yeah, yeah i know i know definitely it would be very now, isolated out of the actors who stands out for you as an excellent actor in this um, I, think I know it's hard is, to say but like is there anyone that does stand out i think what you said yeah I think okay you did that very well um I mean, the I obviously characters were just your basic. Yeah, I mean, I like Simon Pegg's character. Obviously, he was teenager. quite quite cocky and fun, and, uh, yeah, and especially yeah. him playing the butler. The like that was cool. I like that. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, it, other than that, nothing else. I mean, really the, the other one was pretty simple. Like you've got a confident teenager. Like that's pretty. Yeah. Simple. Like I'm sure a lot of people could play that role. That's not the hardest thing to do. He is young and he is yeah. confident. So. And I also, yeah. like you said on the music, I thought it was a sick mix of the, you know, the few classic hit songs when needed and then the orchestral score throughout the rest I mean, of it. It was, I thought that no was excellent. One, no one was uh, the bad guy, but I mean, I think any actor could have played him really. He wasn't Who, outstanding. Oh, try right now. Both of us come come up with an actor who we would prefer to have played the bad guy. Um <laughs> 
Well, the first one that I don't know why I thought this went was a Christopher Walking. <laughs> <laughs> Could be right. That would be right. That would be funny, man. <laughs> Especially his voice in the VR world yeah. would be excellent. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> Who do you think? <laughs> um, for some reason, my mind's gone like evil. Like, um, yeah. Uh, oh. oh no, no. You know what? I would have loved out of Iron Man two. What's his name? Sam Rockwell. Who's what is you know the, the cocky? Uh, he he. You know, he brings back, um, uh, what's his name? Mickey Rourke, the guy who does the uh, whips. Y- yeah. Uh, but I, I'm just thinking because he's like that cocky, like he he dresses nice in a suit, but he actually. Are you talking about the, the protagonist, the the guy at Hammer Industries? You talking about the guy? Yes, that guy. Yeah, Hammer yeah, Industries. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. For yeah. some reason, that just stood in my mind. But before I thought of that, I was thinking like, Evil, uh, maybe like a Russian person or something. <laughs> What's his name? Who played, uh, who, uh, who, ah, uh, nah, nah, for some reason, nah. I was thinking like, um, the, the movie that was in the in this movie, bloody The Shining. What's his name? Uh, uh, Jack Nicholson. Jack See, Nicholson. because he's got that evil face, like you know, in the eyebrows, yeah, it's, yeah, it makes it, but yeah. but maybe they'll purposefully yeah. trying to avoid the like, no, this person looks evil because he doesn't look crazily evil or anything, it's just what he no. does makes him evil, yeah, his mannerisms, and, yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah. So, um, I'll just wrap it off with my rating. I put it as an eight yeah. out of ten. So, okay, the concept and the CGI alone kept me from putting that any lower, Going lower. the uh, I. Because it was just like the corny, made for the masses things that really stand out to me, and I, I get, I see why they're there. I understand that it's to it get more people. Money. It works. It makes money. Yeah. It just, yeah, it brings down the value of this overall epic and fun movie. You know what I mean? Maybe, so, maybe you should read the book. That's maybe, work. <laughs> maybe that's what someone, uh, someone will probably it's a say. Of dedication, though. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm reading the book. If maybe if there's an audio book, I would do it. Yeah, that could be right. I wouldn't mind that at all. I don't mind. I don't mind there audio be, books a lot. There would be an audio book. Yeah, there would be. Alrighty. So I don't, know, I don't know if it's a long book or not. I, just, I think there's multiple, isn't yeah. there? Uh, I don't even know. Yeah, it doesn't. Anyway, yeah. alright. So a nine from you, and an eight from me. Yeah, sweet. All right, so let's move on to uh, the part two of our movie terms. Yes, indeed. He finished this off. Yeah, finish it off that we didn't do last week. So our next, uh, the next topic of the film terms is character types. It's, yeah, it's yeah. got four types, which is n- we should just quickly go through, which is nice. Yeah. Do you want me to go through? Or you want to? Well, I'll do the first one, then you can do the uh, the next one. So we got protagonist, which everyone should understand is the hero generally. So. The character who pushes the story forward, he or she is also the central force of the story with with whom, that sounds fancy, with whom we usually sympathize or identify with. Would you like a footrace? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, have a scone. Anyway, but I'm sure that's probably the correct pronunciation and the right yeah, word yeah, to know, put there. But I know. Anyway. We were taught that in school. Yeah. We're just like, fuck it. <laughs> So, um, so the protagonist in Ready Player One was Wade or Parsifal, as his online name is. So, yeah, so he's the one we generally we're always focused around. The cameras following, the stories surrounded. Yeah. So essentially, the main character yeah. is the, the good main character. I think protagonist kind of makes it sound a bit, you know. It kind of sounds a bit like you're protagonizing someone, like. 
antagonizing. Right? Yeah, exactly. Because everyone is so familiar with being, stop being antagonistic. You know well, what I mean? Like an antagonist. So. And, that, and yeah, but <laughs> but it's like the agonist. It's, it's yeah, like it's it, it seems bad. It? <laughs> it's aggressive. Agonist. Yeah, yeah. Agony. You're in agony. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So then we have the antagonist, which is the villain or the figure who opposes the protagonist and creates the conflict. However, the antagonist can be a person, group, force of nature, or interpersonal conflict. I've, I I super like that they clarified there at the end. It can yeah, be a group, a force, a, a force of nature, or interpersonal so, conflict. Like uh, a movie with Hurricane or something. The Hurricane is the antagonist. Or let's go... to stop the weather. What about Legion? It's his mind who he's conflicted yeah, with. That's and the, and the, I mean, there's obviously actually mind, bad yeah. guys in there as well, but it's still... A, yeah. He has another antagonist. But yeah, yeah. so... Who was the uh, villain in this movie? Uh, Nolan. We got Nolan. Nolan. Yeah, Sorrento. What's his last name? Sorrento. Nolan Sorrento. Director of IOI. I mean, yep. you could also call another antagonist could have been Irock, but yeah, he was like a the the, the goon, like he, the, yeah, the, the bad guy's minion. But the the main bad guy was obviously Sorrento. Yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, Irock got shit done. But yeah, yeah, but he wasn't the, the mate. He didn't make the yeah. plan. Yeah, no, no, no. He was like, "You do this now, okay?" So then we've also got a foil character. So this is a, a figure whose personality traits are the opposite of the main character. But that's a bit broad. Or so main it, characters, characters, yeah, characters. Sorry, um, but it can also be like you can be talking about any character and go, his foil is this person. So it's not yeah, specific so to the main character or the main bad guy. It is it is more like someone's foil takes them down. Is like the the opposite, you know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. Um, and then something else that can be a character is the narrator. Sometimes yes. the narrator, in this situation, the narrator was Wade or Parsifal. Yep. And so he's a character in the movie. So he's a first he's person narrator. narration. Uh, first person narrator. Which leads us into the next category of narration types. Yeah. All right. So obviously narration is the telling of a story by providing supplemental information given to the audience by a voice off screen. It says here the character can either be a uh, character in the movie or an omniscient presence now i'm glad that they uh, again i'm glad that they said that but they shouldn't have said by a voice off screen because yeah, it's not a hundred percent off screen but most so, of the time yes yeah depending on the time and also how it says that it can be a character in the movie like the one we just watched which was narrated by wade at the beginning yeah, and throughout so that's, a, that's a first person narrator but, do you want to oh yeah yeah which is a first person narration which this style of narration reveals the innermost thoughts of the character speaking. It can be used to reveal secrets or that which should remain unspoken. Frequently, the first-person narrator is the protagonist whose inner thoughts are exposed to the audience, even if not to any of the other characters. Which is what happened in this movie. Yes, um, yeah. Ready Player One. And I, I just... I feel like it doesn't touch on it enough, but omniscient presence uh, should we should probably clarify. That's just like an all-seeing. A you can believe this narrator because oh, he's he knows everything. Yeah, not necessarily bad. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I actually thought that word meant bad to start with, but no, it means 
all knowing. Yeah, all knowing. That's yeah. yeah. So essentially, someone who's written a story, the person who wrote the story is omniscient. They know everything. Yeah. They're the. They're the. Yeah. So the second person narrator, that I think we'll just say this a little uh, quickly. I won't read the whole thing that's there. Yeah, just the first bit. But it says, this type of narration is directed towards another character on the screen. So, I mean, I, I can't, I'm trying to think of an example of that, actually. Like, yeah, it's tricky, that one. Uh, I don't feel that's used as much. So this is between another character designed to highlight conflict and progress the plot. It's often more grounded in the story plot than greater themes. I don't, still don't quite get that. So this type of narration is directed towards another character on the screen. Okay. So okay. So instead of like an overall, this is the world. This is what's happening. It's it's not a thought. It's a a thought directed at another character. Or maybe. is this like where the narrator goes, and now oh, Stephen is about to enter the room? Oh, is yes. that no, second yeah. person narration? Is that- or is that third? What's third person? Let's read that out. Yeah, let's go. So third is, this type of narration explores the thematic content of the story with great wisdom and insight. Yeah, okay. So, okay. I think because I'm so used to this first person, second person shooter, and you know what I mean? So yeah, I'm it's... thinking it in the wrong terms, I think. Yeah. Because I feel like, First person narration is the person talking about his thoughts in the the character. Second person must be the narrator saying about what's happening on screen. And yes. then third person is the narrator saying about, and this is how it applies to life. Yeah, because it says here, it, a third person, it may also provide a social commentary and express a view that transcends the boundaries of the film. Yeah, yeah. So, which is what you just said. So, like, connects it to the outside world or yeah yeah okay and then finally we have an unreliable narrator which is probably our favorite narrator yeah i like those again <laughs> um an unreliable narrator has a purely disruptive role in movies uh they serve to subvert the plot and audience viewpoint so I like- they try and mislead and and of and what it says they're often willingly through deliberate misleading or outright line, <laughs> which is quite funny because it is deliberate. And the most recent example is the Institute that we, uh, not the Institute, the other was it, not the Institute. That's the documentary, but the the show uh, made. But oh shit, what's it called? Oh, uh, god damn it! Travelers from elsewhere, and yes, um, yes, yes, and the you can't trust him because he's telling you stuff, and he's like, no, but that doesn't matter. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's quite quite cool that one. Thank you for making me watch that, Stephen. That's um, right. So then what do we got next? We do some movie stages. So like stages in a movie, not literal setups and stages. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, we, right. So yeah. So we got a prologue, which is, you know, pro, pre. Um a prologue is typically a brief screen oh, sorry, scene, not screen, dickhead. Um is a brief scene, preface or speech preceding the main plot of the movie. Say any kind of like, you know. Um, it's kind of like an intro, not quite. It's kind of like before the intro. I feel like it? it's, it's a like bit a, before the intro. It'd be more. T- so, like in a horror movie, they show someone getting murdered and they go to the characters, and that prologue is, oh, someone got murdered by this thing. And then, then they and jump to the current family. story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That would be a prologue. Coming in. That's a prologue. 
And then, uh, but, but also there would yeah. be like a, um, wh- or an alien ship crash lands, and then. Well, I was thinking, like, what would you call the um, Star Wars? It does that bloody the gives oh, you that the, script of like gets you yeah, up to yeah, scratch. Yeah. So is that that would count as a prologue, wouldn't it? I think it would. That's a yeah. Because it does That's, say it can be speech, yeah, a brief sc- scene, preface, or speech. Yeah, okay. So technically, it's speech, but not spoken. Well, right. that'd be a preface then, wouldn't it? Um, yeah, it often. Yeah, it helps you understand what the world yeah, is. Yeah, so that definitely on. would be. Yeah, that's a, uh, yeah. All right, and then what's the opposite of that one? Uh, if you log, that's what you're talking about. Yeah. An if you log is a short scene at the end of the movie that concludes the film. Mm-hmm. Many times the main characters will be older, reflecting on the events just witnessed. So, I like, like, we're all, like, like we're happily ever after. Yeah. They've saved the day, and now we're 10 years later. Everyone's happy. The kids are all grown up, you know. And the monster's still there. Yeah. <laughs> In the background, waiting for the next movie. Yeah, well, that's now all of them, isn't it? Every movie nowadays, <laughs> they don't have a nice ending. They, there's no conclusion. There's a conclusion, but. <laughs> when you see the hand come up from under the ground, yeah. or yeah, the monster's still not dead. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so then we uh, then we got our post-credit sequence. So which is like Marvel. Quite yeah, exactly. That's a perfect example. Is those bloody Marvel throwaway scenes? The things that like give you a hint that there is a number two yeah or another character or another story or, or yeah something we may not have realized is occurring at the same time or you yeah, know it gives you like the, which the i mean is ongoing, fun. an ongoing theme throughout all the movies or i used to really really enjoy those at the end like you'd be waiting at the end of the cinema and you're like yeah, <laughs> look at these dickheads walking yeah. out they haven't even seen the end credit scene you know what i mean like yeah you're really looking for it it was like a fun game that it was fun when it was a secret and only we knew about it. But now that everyone knows that, oh, you got to watch at the end of the Marvel scene, it's kind of like, it's kind of played its course now. I don't know. It feels like a on the nose. It's a bit much now. They could they could achieve the same thing with by an epilogue. Um, I can't think of any other examples that aren't like Marvel. Um, yeah, no. Um, Transformers did it a little bit. Oh, I guess no. You're right. I think they did. Uh, also, maybe Alien, one of the Alien movies. I kind of remember there being Mind like done, a, yeah. a lead in, but obviously nothing's coming too strong to mind. But that's all right. Yeah, yeah. not used too often. I don't think. Yeah. All right. All right so, so next is themes and metaphors. So that's yep. the next topic. We this got, is probably a good one. Got some. Uh, so here we go. We got some subtext, which is a term. I think. Most people would understand that, but it's, uh, how, what does the description say? A term used in drama and film to signify the dramatic implications beneath the language of a play or movie. So it's so, uh, it's it's something where just because they didn't say it, it's still said in a way. You know what I mean? Would that be, the, uh, I guess that's a bit obvious though, like in Ready Player One, the love story? It's kind of subtext almost, but. It's kind of obvious that at the same time. Uh, I, I, I don't know if that's necessary. That's it like it would have been line. subtext up until the point of that he mentioned that he loved her. Like it was yeah, subtext yeah, because yeah. you can see like the eyes, the being puppy dog, you know, like all those things. So yeah. that's subtext there kind of thing. But I wanted to mention uh, uh, one time. So this is kind of with that, the subtext of, of a movie. But one time watching with a friend uh, this movie called Lucy, which, which yeah. you know, Scarlett Johansson, she gets like, drugs put into her that um let her use like a hundred percent of her mind or whatever 
Now, um, so Lucy's she's uh, she's she's gone into she's gone into a hospital, right? And the bad guys who are chasing her, one of the guys, he's like they're speaking like Korean or something, right? Yes, but he's yes. talking to the boss and he's like dung 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 and then he points at the hospital and like you know points into the hospital that so we can gather from the fact yes. that there was nothing said we can gather that they're like we already know that they're chasing her we know that he must have said something about oi dickhead get more guys she's in there all right we can gather yeah. that just from the subtext we don't need subtitles or whatever and the yeah. person i was with or whatever yeah. didn't get that they were like why did they no. know to go there and it's like it's what like, do you mean they they said it, but they didn't say it. So like, no, but they they showed it. <laughs> they they gave it to you. They gave it to you on a bloody on a plate. But just because they didn't pick up the spoon and feed you, you didn't get it. <laughs> yeah, it's like what you, you need to be spoon fed the whole yeah. time. Like, like, this is not how you should be watching a movie. <laughs> not necessarily. <laughs> right, but some people need it, don't they? But and also, I mean, sometimes in a movie, they definitely do intentionally leave the viewer so, out of the loop to make you feel uncomfortable. I like, I like it when they do. I watched a movie that yesterday. Uh, was it called John Henry? Like a gang, black people gang movie. Okay. Um, they did it in there. So the girl, she speaks Spanish and they don't use subtitles. But he doesn't know what she's saying either. Yeah. Because he doesn't know Spanish. Yeah. So in that situation, it works well. And I like, I like, and, and also his grandfather knew Spanish, so he would fill him in. Yeah, so, yeah. Oh, she said this. I like that, done like that. I don't want subtitles. Not all the time. You. Yeah, well, I definitely no, agree with that. It definitely play, distracts but... you because you're no longer paying attention to the movie. You're paying attention to the script. But and... if the bad guys speak another language, they don't, you don't need to know what they're saying. You just need to know generally what they're doing. You yeah. know, like, Go get that guy. Like you don't need because generally later on, like someone who is speaking the language that the film is, they would explain to you what has happened, or like they'll say yeah. about like, and when they turned and saw us, they must have thought of this, and like, like they kind of give it to you in another form, just because you didn't hear what they said specifically. You do yeah. get the you get the knowledge somewhere else in the film, definitely. Yeah. Uh, so next one is homage. Yeah, how do you say that? Uh, how do you say to, that without sounding French? Yeah, no, homage. 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 <laughs> anyway. Uh, it's just paying respect or tribute to someone or something in a movie. Which, yeah. So, uh, so, um, so I was going to say, I don't know if that's quite right, though, but I guess it's a tribute, but like uh, Stan Lee and all the Marvel. Yeah, that's an homage, yeah. Like I get that. Homage. But it's also um, a cameo. You know, so there's different. Yeah, that's that's more like a cameo. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's in it. because yeah, he is. But, but the latest one, he was CGI in there. So that he, that yeah, so that would have been a homage. homage. Um, uh, and they also mentioned in Star Wars that film pays homage to classic samurai. Yeah. Okay. Because like classic sword fighting and stuff like that. That's a bit of a stretch, I think. But it I is a little bit. I, don't, I, I wouldn't... guess they based on Samurai, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I guess that you'd have to go example, back and ask the the original writers how they get there. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then we've done, we've got next is Allegory. Yeah. I'll let you explain that. So you understand that better. We've got, so it's an, is an essential and extended metaphor, a literary device. An allegory is a 
narrative in which a character, place, or event is used to deliver a broader message about real-world issues and occurrences. So what's an example? You got any examples of that? Uh, Look, to me, it's just, just think of, if you understand what a metaphor is, is where you can take something from these texts and apply it to your life or other world experiences. And I think an an allegory is just like, it. uh, it's like, um, what was the last movie we watched last week? Where the, the there was like a it was like don't give up, don't don't falter, oh, yes. never fail, and that was like a strong metaphor or allegory throughout that whole film. Was like no 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 don't the revengement the revengement <laughs> yeah the revenant. yeah the revenant yeah. Yeah, no, exactly. So that to me is a good, that's a perfect example. I'm glad that popped into my mind right but, then. By the way, I did title the episode. Oh, good. I was going to ask you, did you remember to do that? <laughs> yeah, 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 because I've heard it and we talked about it. Nah, cool, cool. <laughs> All right, so next we got catharsis, which is a point in a film's climax where the audience experiences a cleanse of emotion or a cleansing of emotion. Oh, they've written this weird. Tension. Yeah, cleansing of emotional tension. Which so is fair. So, you, you know, like you're watching, you yeah. know, you're in, you're like, oh, he's struggling. He's fighting. Oh, he's got to dig a hole and bury, barricade himself in. Oh, he's got to run and get to that point. And it's like this battle, a, a continuing battle. Now, the cathartic point would be where he finally penetrates the sword into the bad guy or yes, finally, finally achieves the yes. thing that we've been fighting for. And I say we because so, when you're an audience, you're kind of a part of it. So I guess they did that in uh, Ready Player One when he's trying to put the final key in and he keeps slipping and missing. Yeah, and, slipping it. Yeah, yeah. And yep. then he eventually gets it in. It's like, oh, thank Christ for that. That is kind of a small cathartic that's a, point. That's Absolutely. A, yeah, that's an annoying one. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. And everyone's watching. It's like, why can't you just put the key in? But in real life, he's in a car getting thrown around. Here's a good cap. I think everyone will understand this. This is perfect for catharsis. It says, an audience will experience a cathartic moment when the hero definitively emerges triumphant over the villain. Yeah. That is like a nail on the head exactly. So also when uh, Nolan got arrested. Yeah, yeah, that's that's another one. We're like, finally, yes, you deserve this, mate. Finally. You've had that coming, you know what I mean? It's that feeling. It's like, oh, boy, that was deserved 10 scenes ago. (laughs) <laughs> in a revenge movie when they get their revenge. Yeah. Yes. Yep. That's the yeah, that's also that. Um so we got our next one is convention. So I guess kind of like a naming convention or is it it's a, it says here convention is a typical element audiences expect out of a certain genre of film without question. Okay, so like so, well, I mean, it, its example is film noir, but I think a better example would be a thriller or uh, no, a suspense movie. All right, so yeah, or sci-fi. The or... convention of a suspense movie is to give the film viewer little tidbits that they can try and grasp at and try and work yeah. out the story, and you're getting yeah. So that would be the convention of that style of movie, and then like you said, a sci-fi con- like not convention because that makes it seem like we're going to you no, know Comic Con or whatever. If, if you're in space, there's certain exactly. Exactly. Uh, so it'd be surrounds. Uh, it'd be like spaceships uh, landing and like you know landing on a a, a planet. Yeah. Like that. there's certain things that they horror, horror horror convention would be 
would be like closing the medicine cabinet and then opening it and the the fucking thing is behind you. (laughs) They're using all these similar things. Or or everyone splits up. That's a... Oh kind yeah, we'll we'll, we'll cover more space if we separate. No, we'll all fucking mm, die if we separate. <laughs> yeah. All right. So next one we got a uh, exposition is the conveyance of vital background information either through actions or dialogue to further the events of a story. So uh, exposition, so that a main character can have an exposition in a movie, and they and that would almost be a yeah. narrator in a way. Yeah. But it doesn't have to be, I think, just from. But also, to further the events of the story, so he gets the first key, now he goes on to the next part of the story. Is that um, kind of not really? Well, I guess no, no. I don't. I'm not sure how to. Not quite. I don't think we're quite, quite getting it right. Yeah. No, yeah. I think we should move on anyway. Sorry, guys, <laughs> if you want to fill us in on uh, the correct, <laughs> we're we're yeah, obviously we're just two blokes trying to figure it out. All right, so don't get angry. <laughs> um, next one, we we'll go with some foreshadowing, which is quite handy in a lot of movies, but also kind of sometimes is a bit too much. I feel it's just so it's a literary yeah. device that is utilized to give a hint or an indication of future events in the story so like foreshadowing you know let's say um at the start of the movie it opens with a scene of this guy buying a samurai sword you can almost guess that he's going to use the samurai sword a bit later they they foreshadowed the use of the samurai sword uh sorry katana or whatever you guys want to call it i apologize yeah um i'm trying to think of another example foreshadowing uh hmm I guess foreshadowing, uh, this this movie's description foreshadowed the movie. They didn't need to give that much info. Yeah, they, so what about like <laughs> he went, when he wins the first key, he gets, goes buys the, the Rubik's Cube and the Holy Hand Grenade, is that? I, that yes, yes, perfect, there of, you go. Yeah, that's, that's a good I one. reckon that is foreshadowing, yeah. Because they're sort of saying, yes, he's going to use this later. Yeah. It's going to be a thing later on. It's essentially, foreshadowing is just like a hint, whether it's an object that they've decided to show on screen or they talk about a specific subject and then they then revisit it. Like, yeah, it is just, it's giving you a hint beforehand. All right. So the next one I put in was the the fourth wall. Yeah. So the fourth wall is the illusion. Illusory imaginary play through which the audience is able to watch the film. Yeah. So sometimes they'll have like, you know, like the character will look at the camera and talk to us, the audience. Yeah. That's breaking the fourth wall. Isn't yes. It? Yes. Exactly. Um, which is yeah. which is always fun. Uh, sometimes when a character is being also a narrator, they break the fourth wall. Sometimes yeah, when the, the character is yeah out loud in the movie narrating to us yeah yeah and sometimes and i also can see it. sometimes i like this type of fourth wall breaking is when they when a character in a let's say a horror movie let's say they're like rummaging in a bush or whatever they're doing they're like trying to they're looking in a cabinet whatever it happens to be and the camera's like sneaking up on them and they're like they feel a presence in the film. They f- and they look over and they see us, but they don't see anything. Yeah. They see the the they they're looking also, at the camera, but like it's like a weird, it's a weird little also, like making us feel like we're intruding on them kind of thing. Also, Mr. Robot does that. Oh, dude, that's a better example. Yeah, that's Mr. Perfect. Robot does so much more of that. 
like yeah. talking to us and looking at us and like, ah, you really think this is what is happening? This is all, you know, yeah. like, yeah. Watch Mr. Robot, guys. That's an excellent one. Jesus Christ. That's a good one. Yeah. All right. to like season three or four now. I think they're done with it, aren't they? Four. Yeah, yeah, but there's still like four seasons. Oh, it's four. I think it's four. Oh, I meant, yeah. mate, yeah. I think it's four. All right. So we guess we've got some other terms. These are just, you know, little ones there around the place. We, we already went over cameo, but that's just a brief appearance. Appear, appearance. Jesus Christ, Ryan. It's a brief appearance of a famous actor, actress, director, celebrity, blah, 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 you know. Yeah. Um, and they generally appear as themselves. They're not They're yes. not playing a character. No, yeah, that's right. Yeah. All right. So then um, we got so we got prequel and sequel. I think people know what that is. So yeah. a sequel is a movie made after its predecessor and then a prequel is a movie made after its predecessor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's put it's X-Men do that a lot. They do that, yeah. And they go back and... Yeah. Um, well, I mean, Marvel did that too. They did that with, um, you know, uh, Wonder Woman or, you know, Captain America. They, they, a couple of them, they they go before the rest of the sequences. Yeah. And then we have Trilogy, which is just like the Lord of the Rings trilogy or Star Wars. It's a, typically a group of three movies. I think it's a, only a group of three movie. You but, can have other words like a duology and then a. Uh, uh, I was going to say a quadrilogy or something like that. Yeah, it just keeps going. So a trilogy is the typical movies are typically done in threes. Yeah, but if I honestly, if I was going to say anything more than three, I'd almost call it a collection of movies. I wouldn't. There would be no other word. Yeah. It'd be like this movie collection. Whether it's let's say if Batman had four movies in it, I would still call it the Batman collection. I wouldn't call it the quadrilogy or the trilogy because that would just be wrong. O- o- octology. Quad. O- octology. <laughs> yeah, we get eight of them. Yeah. <laughs> well, Star Wars up to like nine. Oh fucking! I yeah, don't even know. Nine. What is even nine? I know. I know up to seven. Is, I know seven is, is set. Oh yeah, and then ten is deck. So. Uh, yeah, what? I would never know. <laughs> non, non, no, because you've got a non oh, what if, what if it's like it'd be a nonology. But what if you start off with deck and you have to minus the one? So it would be m- minus one decology. You know, you imagine if it was like they did that way. <laughs> That'd be retarded. It, it, it's it's definitely non. Yeah, you have a nonagon. Is there a nonagon? Like I think so. Is there a thing? I'm gonna Google it. Nono. Just Google this. We need to know what nine is. <laughs> You're fucking right. Okay, it's a polygon or a ninagon. So we got a nonology. The name literally comes <laughs> from nineagon. Did you know? Ninagon. Yeah, okay. That's for a nine nine. It's ninthagon, <laughs> nino, nono, nonagon. Okay, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, and then we've got anthology film. Yes. Um, an anthology film is a movie with multiple parts or segments. Doesn't have to be film. Just, just to. No, it doesn't have to be film. It can no. be, it can be like series or whatever. But yeah, uh, devoted to differing narratives. So I guess uh, Black Mirror is kind of an anthology set. Definitely is. Um, they're not. Well, they're not film. Some of them are film length. But no, I, I think film like is episodes. to me film is it's the, the no, way they're using quite. that here. They're using that to de- to describe anything that is a moving sequence. You know, it's not a photo. Anything, anything broader than that is kind of a film in a way, so isn't it? So it says here they are sometimes linked together by a theme. So yeah. I don't know in movie. What's an anthology movie though? Like what? I guess. St- oh. 
all the Stephen King movies. I guess they're well, because to me, it could almost be like different stories that happen simultaneously in a war. You know what I mean? They could almost be counted uh, as an anthology because yeah. they're not yeah, about the same. They're not about the same story. They're about bits and pieces. Because yeah. the way they're saying anthology film here is like multiple films, aren't they? Yeah, yeah that's how well, I would see a it. Film, but I see film is hard because I see anthology series. Uh, I see that making sense. Everyone would relate to Black Mirror. That's anthology. They're not yeah. connected to each other. They're not the storyline. You don't need one without episode two. You don't need episode two without episode one. They're all. They yeah, can. They exist in their own. Yeah. yeah. Now they can all be right. connected depending on what the director wants to achieve. You know, they uh, yeah, have an yeah. overall theme, or like they're all about well, fighting I and guess, survival. I guess again, would the Marvel movies be anthology as well? Because you've got different characters. You've got four. You've got Iron Man. But they're all connected. I would that be? Oh, I don't know if we're stretching the term there, but that might be. Yeah, that might. I'm. I'm not sure. Obviously, obviously, the Iron Man one, two, and three. No, yeah, no. I think that's like a trilogy, but but um, but the whole Maybe. collection of the different characters, Maybe. Know, Iron Man, Thor, the Hulk, yeah, all that. Not sure um, about that. Then, so a couple of things we have here is ambient light, which I think uh, we which, can all, which is just the background lighting or natural, uh, like the natural, natural light that's available without adding anything extra. Yeah, what's shining through the window or yeah. Whatever, um, stock footage. I think we kind of went over that. Uh, just quickly, uh, sorry, we did ambient light. We should also do ambient sounds because, oh, yeah. like, I mean, uh, yes, natural yes. sounds. So, like, you know, birds chirping, streams, you know, fluttering, whatever, you know, that yeah, exactly. that type of stuff. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, you did say stock footage. Um, oh, you, you don't need to write it in there, mate. No, I do. I do. <laughs> uh, you know what that reminds me of? Sometimes I've got a list of like daily chores. You know, generally I like work it out the night before what, what my next day's plan. And <laughs> even if I, let's say I didn't write on there that I'm going to do the dishes today, sometimes if I do the dishes, I'll write it on there and rub it out. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I'll, yeah, just, no, I just so just, like I sink into my brain that you've got to do these things on this board. <laughs> no, I was just thinking I could use those words in future reviews. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's why I wrote it in there. Um, so we've got stock footage, so previously recorded footage, and they use, like, generally they use that to... Fill in. Yeah, exactly. Fill in stuff. Like a... Uh, yeah, not, not, not stuff they film for the movie. No, no, no. They film the other... They've got from other movies. Or well, other best example is, like, you know, you're watching a doco and they insert clips of, yes. like, uh, World War Two or whatever it happens yeah, to be. And, yeah. yeah. Those, that would be stock footage that they've used to then put into their film, yeah. I'm uh, pretty sure we talked about visual effects. Uh, yes, but, I believe we did in the last one when we talked about special effects. Yeah, so visual effects is anything added to a movie that was not in the original shot under the subcategory of special effects. They can either be achieved through CGI or through special techniques such as rear projection and double explosions. Yeah. Um, which we went over those uh, in the last week's episode. And we also kind of talked two. about it in this one with the green screen, the rear projection. Yes. So yes. Uh, that it wasn't quite achieved too well in Ready Player One in that car scene, in the van no, scene. Sorry. it seemed a bit fake. You could tell something was going on. But that's all right. I mean, the overall movie was pretty good, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's all. That's all right. So I think that's thing, wrapping it up there, isn't it? Yeah. That's pretty well done. I think so. All right. I think we kept this episode uh, nice. 
little bit less than the last couple of years. I think we've done, yeah. It, well, we've only two just... Two hours. It'll be about two hours. Roughly two hours, which is pretty good. I think, look, guys, if you if you feel like two hours is a bit too long, you can always turn it off and listen to it another time. Yeah, you don't have to listen <laughs> the whole way through. Yeah, no. <laughs> I just know that there are other, you know, popular podcasts out there that complain about, oh, 40 minutes isn't enough, then two hours is too long. It's like, well, yeah, it's the whole point long. of it is it's customizable. You can listen to it for 20 minutes and then come back. And fast forward. You can exactly, exactly. listen to the second half, not the first half, whatever you want. Well, it's like I, I'm never that type of person who watches a YouTube video and then goes, oh, I hated this video. I'm going to go down to the comment section. I'm going to write, this video is bad. You know, like, <laughs> thumbs down. Yeah, I'm going to, oh, I'm going to dislike like it fucking uh the only just don't like it don't like the it, only justifiable it. dislike i get is so that it changes your feed like i understand that i understand disliking oh, yeah. it so it doesn't show you it more i get that so yeah. but still to go out of your That's way and go like no i don't no not for me no <laughs> seems like, a bit don't much watch it don't like it don't yeah, watch it turn it off yeah the masters <laughs> anyway, that's a nice note to end. Um, let's uh, so, um, if, so yeah, follow us on Facebook. Yep, or? follow us on Facebook. We've got Instagram. You know, give us a review on iTunes or Spotify. Leave us a message. Leave us a, yes a message. I, I would still I keep pushing it because I'd love for someone to leave yeah. us an anchor message. That'd be sick. We should probably mention. We should probably mentioned that at the start of your episodes too. Oh, right. Because people yeah. might not listen to the end. Yeah, you know? we're probably pretty boring. I'd, I'd get that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. For ads at the start. <laughs> nah, yeah, now I don't like that. <laughs> I already don't like What <laughs> <laughs> I would like, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of like the idea of, uh, you know, uh, just yes. being sponsored or whatever and wanting to, so, it's like that should be at the end of the episode because if they liked your, pro- your, your product, then they would want to hear the product you're trying to sell. Yeah. <laughs> So obviously you're listening to this podcast if you're listening. Uh, yeah, so Macrocosm Cast is what Instagram's under and all the other things, Twitter, yeah. etc. Work that in Google. I'm sure you'll find it or Facebook. Yeah, yeah. Macrocosm Cast. Yeah. I feel like, should we spell it out at least one time? <laughs> yeah, go on. Go for it. All right. So it's M-A-C-R-O-C-O-S-M. And I mean, cast is C A S T if you need that, guys. But yeah, <laughs> I just feel we haven't spelt it out before. Maybe someone might be confused, but yeah. Alrighty, guys. Alrighty. It was bloody good talking to you, Stephen. We'll talk to you yep, next you time. Too, Ron. See you next week.